When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is 5 o'clock in the Southland. Shit, I don't want cap on a madness. Uh, Mandy's Reaction Monday, not madness. That was a few months ago. Time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away to the award-winning producer of the year, Producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. All right, guys, so winning time, the rise of the Lakers dynasty will return for a second season on HBO in August. How long before John and Mike were like, it's not true, it's not real. That's after episode it's one. Not right. oh, right. it's, it's not real. It's not real. It's not true. Oh, yeah. Jerry West never threw a ball through a uh, a window. A trophy through a window. He, and he didn't even play golf. Right. <laughs> that was the best one last year. Yeah. He never even played golf. Oh, okay. He doesn't curse that much. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I can't wait for those to start. Anyway, go ahead, Lindsay. Sorry. It's okay. What uh, date is it? August what? So, Max, the HBO streaming service, shared a teaser trailer and premiere date, which is August 6th for the season earlier today. Season I will be glued to that every Sunday. Season two takes place in the period just after the finals in 1980 through 1984, culminating in the first professional rematch of the era's greatest stars, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. The tagline reads, the future of sports is purple and gold. New oh. decade, new season. If it's 80 to 84, that means that there's a chance for a third installment because they lose to the Lakers, I'm sorry, to the Celtics in 84. Well, there you go. They're probably leaving the door open. That's the open, one where they call him right? uh, Tragic Johnson. The LA mm-hmm. Times had the big headline. So if that's the timeline, that's the the end is is that. It's everyone's killing magic. So winning time, season two, once again, will Spoiler premiere alert. August 6th at 6 o'clock on HBO and on Max. And then the other one was Gary Vitti, you know, who actually was in it in the first episode. He walked out because he didn't, he couldn't take how Jerry was being portrayed. He walked out. Yeah. Jerry's going to take it to the Supreme Court. <laughs> Oh, yeah, remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was like the Which, by the way, would have been exactly what Jerry right. West on the show actually would have right. done. Right. And, yes. by the way, what everybody on the show wanted him to do. Yeah. Please. Yes. Like, yeah, exactly. And, by the way, Jerry West's uh, story arc was fantastic by the Amazing. end. Amazing. La- the last episode with him was incredible. All right, so August 6th, huh? Oh, dude. I'm in every Sunday. I remember last year when that show was on, I would get back from like an NFL game on Sunday and it didn't matter what time I got back home. It'd be one in the morning. I would watch winning time before I went to bed. There is something that HBO has a connection to Sunday nights. No other show feels the same as an HBO show on a Sunday night. Oh, right. Game of Thrones. Sopranos. uh, Succession. Sex in the City. Entourage. Entourage was on Sundays. Yeah. All right. Now, hold on. Speaking of Succession, because now I know that you're obsessed with beating me. Yeah. To the end of succession. Where are we at? Where are you? No, no, no. No, no, go ahead. No. You first. Go ahead. No, no. I want to know because you're going to lie if I tell you. So go ahead. Where are you? Season three what? Episode what? Nine. Okay. Five. Oh, really? You're four behind me. Yeah, but you were way ahead of me. You were a full season ahead of me at one point. I started season two, episode four. In this round, you've seen episode. I started one. from episode one. Right, right, <laughs> right. 
season one. You were a, over a full season ahead of me, and I'm now within four episodes of you. I know, and last night I was like, I got to keep ahead of this kid. So I went and watched like three episodes last I night. I knew you would. Yeah. <laughs> and you, How are you when you watch Succession? Like, do you comprehend no, all that's he going on? Oh, here's the other part. Because Not he, because he's not smart, but because the red eyes are on? No, no. So he, do you remember what he, happened? He doesn't Sometimes. even, when <laughs> I was asking about stuff that happened in season one, he didn't even remember. No, I don't remember season one at all. So he's like uh, watching it right. and not even remembering what happened in no, season I one. I picked it up in season two's episode but, four. But let me tell you this. Yeah. Especially in season four, the final season, yeah. you're going to have to remember a lot of season one stuff. You better yeah, go back. I may have You know to. what? Actually, this doesn't count until you watch season one. I've already seen season one. I just don't remember it. That doesn't help. Here's the thing. I'll give you one of these Sliwa $50 bills if tonight at your dinner with Greg, you just look at him and say, you know, Greg, if we're good, we're good. And that's a season four line, but it's a hilarious one. Okay. He'll get a little rattled. Hey, George, why is it you don't like me as much as you like Chris? What can I do to fix that? <laughs> wow. By the way. I yeah. want to have the relationship that you and Chris have. When they, um, in, in season three, when, um, when the episode where Kendall's going to go on that show, on that comedy show, yeah. mm -hmm. yes. and Shiv is doing that thing in front of the entire company and the speakers go off with mm -hmm. that Nirvana yeah. song, yeah. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah. And the fact that she didn't stop and she tried to talk over it. Yeah. Like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. Hey, did you, um, just curious, but did either of you gentlemen get any of the Cappy puppet at the Mandy's? I, no, so, I saw so, him briefly. So... <laughs> So it's about 4.30, no, it was 3.45 p.m. Mm -hmm. I had to put my cough drops up on the stage next to my little area. Got my sunglasses on, hat, totally trying to get ready. Got to go upstairs, shower, start to get ready. I walk with Tommy Lamb, and we're walking, and out of the backstage area comes Tommy Tommy with the puppet. And he goes, hey, Chris and Tommy. And, and you're I, like, how did he get back there? I don't even say a word. I walk, I put my cough drops, I walk back, and I, Joseph Marmalejo, on our, I said, what is he doing in here? And he just looked at me, and I just kept walking, I texted him, please, well, I don't need this right now. And I like Tommy <laughs> Tommy, but hey, it's four hours before we go on. Yeah, what are you doing and backstage? And what are you doing in the backstage I area? Know. I don't know. All I know is that Tommy Tommy showed up with little Cappy, his new puppet. Yeah. And little Cappy got on like a headset and a microphone like he's Janet Jackson. You know, yeah. and uh, and he's an ESPN what have LA you broadcaster. Done for me lately? Bum, ba -dum, bum, bum. Now, now that would be funny. I don't listen. All I know is we have a longtime listener that now has a Cappy puppet. Yeah, I mean, is he a longtime listener? Yeah. He's a longtime listener of yours. Yeah, it's twenty years. Yeah, no, I like it. And great energy. And I saw him later on. He was he looked nice, all dressed up. But I don't need Tommy Tommy in the puppet. By the way, can like, we talk about Blake Harris's uncle? Oh, he's I didn't even get to see Blake. Blake Harris's uncle. Oh my he god! He looked like um, what was that character in East Down and da East Bound and Down that Will Ferrell played? He was like a car magnet. Oh yeah, yeah, I know Kelly's what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Have you seen that show? No. Oh, oh my East god, Down, that's a great show. But he looked like that, but like more mafioso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake, um, I think Blake decided to come to the Mandy's once he found out it was in the Commerce Casino. Yeah. Like if you would have told him it was where it was last year out in Montebello, yeah. be like, I'm not coming. But once he found out there was a casino, he was like, Yo, listen. Um, so my uncle's kind of a wise guy. Do you guys mind if I bring him? We're like, Bring him. The yeah. more the barrier. Yeah. And he's just part of the colorful characters that were in the crowd. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. Loved it. He looked like he could have been like a valet for Ric Flair 
yeah. in the, the 80s. Ashley Schaefer, that's what it was. Ashley, Ashley Schaefer. Schaefer. Yes, Chevrolet, right? Ashley yeah. Schaefer, Chevrolet. Yep. I'll tell you guys a couple of good things that happened the yeah. night of, of the Mandy's, George. Yes. Um, Dave McMiniman and I. He was there. We hugged it out. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. We had a hug it out session. That's great. And I was wearing like my whole outfit with where I wasn't wearing I texted a shirt. Dave yesterday. As a oh, I'm sure I was thrilled. How'd that go? He said he had a blast. <laughs> sure, it was great. He seemed like he was having a good time at the VIP. I actually, I mean, he, literally, he landed that day at like one in the morning, like okay. the day before. Right? Yeah. So, well, it was lovely to have Dave McMahon. I actually in there. tried to work him into the show, and then Michael. Th- Decide to enter why right as I mentioned Dave McMiniman. Yeah, he did. Here comes Michael, and I had to pivot. And probably Dave was probably happy about that, is my guess. You know, what I, was I was happy gonna about. Roast him. I was just going to make. You, you want to know what I was happy about? What is that? As the show's getting started, yeah, I'm literally standing backstage. Yeah, I'm waiting to be called up on stage right. to sing the national anthem with Mason. Oh, that did that happen? It did not happen. I was just going to say. Well, I was going to say yeah. it. It did not happen. I was back there with Tommy Lamb, and Tommy's going like this. He's backstage. And he's going, Chris, Chris. He's trying to get Chris's attention. It's like, hey, Chris. Chris, let's do the net. I'm like, Tommy, you don't have to do that. The national anthem does not need to be sung here tonight. Me and Mason do not need yeah, to sing the go. national anthem. Let's yeah. just keep this let's keep this moving. Well, yeah. what happened was is we I pivoted to something else in my head because I needed to work something in, and then we had already lost it. Right. So I was I, very happy about n- next that. Next year. No, I was happy about it. I mean, we don't have to. Right. You didn't need to do the national anthem. Yeah. There was no flyover. And then schedule. I also hey, honestly, can I give you constructive feedback? Sure. Hmm. <laughs> I thought from the intermission on, we were hustling. Yeah, we were great. flying. The pace was fantastic. I thought before that, it got a little off the rails a few times. Like we could have been a little tighter. And well, why do you, why well, do you suppose well, that was? Well, when your opening act goes ten minutes long after we were already cams, twenty Ooh. minutes behind, so it's the cams' fault. Yeah, but they were really funny. They, they were, they were good, funny. Yeah, they were but, good. But I trust me, I will. Be I in, mean, the bits they did about everybody was really good. They did, but I will be in probably a half a dozen meetings about that over the next few months. Really? So, oh yeah. There's going to be tightening up sessions. Really? Just like after the first one, I was in a half a dozen meetings. Well, you know, tightening up. Wait, but what, what did they do? Oh, no, they're going to be tightening up. We're going to tighten Guys, it'll just be like, Chris, we just need to tighten up. Well, you I know, know what I mean? You gotta, yeah. Listen, there, there are other ways <laughs> to tighten things up. And there'll be another cold up. open about maturity. It'll be a whole thing. But there are other ways to tighten things up. For example, listen, certain awards. I thought they were good. Everybody was nominated. So, but here's the thing. You got to put yourself in a perspective of someone who's not winning. Do you feel good being up there at least? Because I've brought that up before. Do we just put out originally like last year i think we did one where you just had all the photos of everyone mm-hmm. yeah and we didn't go through them all right well this was very clever the whole commerce casino right. no i cards, thought it was great yeah it was great you just but like with 15 so, people are nominated so when we're six months out i always send an email here's the date i would love feedback mm-hmm. and nobody ever says a word to us so cappy i appreciate all the feedback yeah, we're giving you 48 feedback, hours yeah. removed from yeah. the event yeah, yeah. But it'd be just great if you, want, you? if you want to be part of the team that plans it oh and my executes God. it. No, I would I've love, never said no. I would love to be part of it. Yeah, but just you, send an you're email. not really, though. Send no, I would. Email. I really send would. Email, I would love Chris. to be a part of it. I really we would. read them. I'd love to, be, I'd love to make a Well, I do send them. Well, I sent value. an email six months ago. We should, you know, we should wait, 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 wait. What? Do you mean that? Do you know that means you have to go to the rehearsals and stuff with Chris? Could you imagine? Hey, uh, Rach, um, I got to do this like rehearsal thing. No, uh, do you realize the amount of work that goes into this event? I do. Yeah, I do. And this I, isn't and some like, oh, hey, we're watching the Padres game at some bar on a Sunday. No, I got it. This is a major, major, <laughs> right. major event. I don't I think. Got I don't think Tommy would even let you because when I was there on uh, Friday, he he didn't want me to go to the rehearsal. He's like, well, no, I don't want to go to the rehearsal well, because you guys got to realize we are so far down the road that when people like Cappy come in with the or Lindsay was like hey we should have big minimum give out an award no, no, no. Been pl- every I- package has been edited and pr- produced yeah, it's got to be way in advance yeah. all i'm saying is is that i will have notes from this year that i could relay to help for next write year write them out and send us yeah. to yeah. tommy and i and send them cob 
Cash on delivery? No. No. What's up? Close the business. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming up next, we got Radio Tinder. We're actually going to do one normal segment today. Radio Tinder, the award-winning, back-to-back award-winning Radio Tinder. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Quarter after 5 p.m. in the Southland. I love this. Oh. Sit on the cap with all their feedback in the break. It's great. I mean, we're just... <laughs> Radio <laughs> Tinder time. We like to play a TV theme. We're playing the Wheel of Fortune theme because you know what? Pat Sajak, it is a final. Breaking no, news. He, he didn't die. He didn't die. No, no, he didn't die. He didn't die. He didn't die. He didn't die. Breaking news. The Hollywood Reporter, he's going to retire. Officially, there had been rumblings of it. Um, Cappy, I'm going to be honest with you. Yep. I'm calling my agent tomorrow morning, and I'm telling him... I'm actually going to text him now, actually. I want the Sajak job. If it happens, I mean, maybe I'll still do the show because maybe, maybe. Uh, if you're not here anymore, I might not be here. Anymore. Yeah, because I mean, I hear he only tapes like one Saturday or two Saturdays out of every month or something ridiculous like that. So, so you're gonna try and become the host of the Wheel of Fortune, bro? I would love to do that. That is the only thing outside of sports I would love to do. What if I wore... No, you do this show every day. We don't talk sports. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What if I wore my same outfit that I wore to the Mandy's red carpet? And I turned the letters for you. What do you think? I'm the new... You're the new Vanna? Vanna? Yeah. yeah. All right, we move up Radio Tinder because the NBA Finals Game 5 Heat Nuggets are coming up. It's coming up at 5.30. Radio Tinder made possible by our friends, of course, at Tequila Mandala. Oh, always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. And thank you for all their support on Saturday night, presenting out the Best Segment Award. And this one, Radio Tinder won again, back-to-back. Back. Yep. Take it away, pretty Thanks, Christopher. So the award-winning Radio Tinder is hosted by me, producer of the year, <laughs> Lindsay Fulton. And that's why I'm just going to read exactly what I already had prepared for this segment. Pat Sajak will end his four-decade oh, run as Wheel of Fortune. Did. It is oh. a final. Why don't you guys read the run? Didn't rundown? die. Come didn't on. die. We love you, Pat. Come on. Uh, he's, again, ending his four-decade run as Wheel of Fortune host after the series after this next upcoming season, uh, he posted a statement to Twitter that said, well, the time has come. I've decided that our 41st season, which begins Jeez. in September, will be my last. It's been a wonderful ride, and I'll have more to say in the coming months. Many thanks to you all. He also said, if nothing else, it'll keep the clickbait sites busy. Ha ha. Ha ha. funny, Pat. Uh, who do you guys think, legit, besides George, if you don't get the job, which mm. you probably will, no. but in case you don't, who would be a good replacement host? Why will you not get the job? I mean, I'm not famous enough. I just said he could. 
No, he said he couldn't. He said he couldn't. I think he could. I'm not famous enough. Not famous enough. It'll be someone famous. Has he somebody famous? Sajak wasn't famous when he got the job. then. But he was famous in L.A. He was a news anchor back then. And so are you. So are you. You're famous in L.A. Do you remember who took over for Pat when he first left? I don't remember. Who was it? You guys remember? Nobody. The girls will not remember this name. Ralph Bernershka. Oh, yeah. The kicker for the Chargers. Ralph Bernershka. Yeah. Became the... The For host. a brief time, right? So, so I think you could do when it. When he did the Pat Sajak show, oh, is that what it was? He did the the late night show for a year or two. Sajak did it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said Rolf did that. No, no, and that right, but that was very short lived, and then he came back. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Sorry, Rolf, dude, I think you should do it. I'd give it a whirl. See what I did there? Nice job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nice you job. could definitely take like. You said you're not famous, or Pat Sajak was famous. You're not famous enough. He I was would, more famous in L.A. by a long famous. shot than I am. I mean, you're pretty famous. Tell him. Your television's Tell him, George Sedano. Right. Very Brian famous. Brian Cranston said your name. Brian Cranston called you by your given name, yes. Jorge. See? Why did you... Jorge. Now, why are you... It's not a Hebrew name. It's not? Oh, that is your Hebrew <laughs> name. Jorge. There's in Espanol, Jorge. In Hebrew, Jorge. <laughs> Um, so what is the question? Who, who should would, oh, who would be who would, a legit like the um, replacement host? That's a great question. Um, who's now? See the thing with game shows that people pop out of nowhere and you don't expect. Like I didn't think Drew Carey. I didn't know if Drew Carey would be good at Price Is Right. Well, he's that's good. why. Does it have to be somebody who's like a famous personality and comedian? But a lot. What's happened is a lot of these have become comedians. Well, but like for example, when um, on Jeopardy. The, the girl they did Ma- go Maya uh, Bialik. Bialik. She, right? yeah, she's she was, famous right. because she was an actress. Yeah. She's not like ultra famous. She right. was Blossom. I know, but what's the other guy's name that was the uh, host? Ken Jennings. Ken he, Jennings. He's only was... like Jeopardy famous. Yes. Right. But he's Jeopardy famous too. There's nobody that's Wheel of Fortune famous though. Mm. So I don't know. That's a great question. I, I would guess some comedian though if I had to guess. Well, what if, what if you could pick like your, your perfect person that you could pick? Who would you pick? If it's not me? Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, he'd be good. Yeah, he would be good, actually. Yeah. I'm gonna, That's I'm, a great one. I'm going to give a vote to Keyshawn. I like <laughs> I like oh. how when Keyshawn hosts, he gets a little wasted, and then like his a eyes little? A little. A little. <laughs> like the gummies kick in or something, you know what I mean? And the eyes get real tight, yeah. you know? And then I'm like, ooh, me and Key are on the same page. Okay, cool. You know? I think Key. What do you think about Key? Yeah, not really. No? I like Freddie better. You like Freddie? Yeah. All right. I mean, Freddie's busy doing other things, too, but I feel like he could squeeze that in twice a month. Okay. Although, the good thing about Keegan is I get a job then. Right. That's true. Sure, it would be Chris. Yes, you could be Vanna. Chris would be Vanna. You could be Vanna. Yes. No, no, not I Vanna, but I'd be... You'd be... You'd be part of the bits. There'd be bits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get a producer credit on Wheel yeah. of Fortune. That's worth a lot of, a lot of jack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, what's next, Lens? All right, the XFL uh, reported a stunning $60 million loss in its first year of operations, according to Forbes. Is, is it stunning? I mean, that's what they're calling it. They're calling it stunning. $60 million is a lot of money. Uh, despite the large deficit and middling fan base, league owner Dwayne Rock Johnson uh, assured fans in an interview with Forbes that he is in it for the long haul. He said this is not just an endeavor that's going to fill up a portfolio and one day we flip it and we're out. This is legacy. This is the long game. Uh, how many more years do you guys see the XFL being in business? One more. Oh, you're giving it is one more year? That's it? Yeah, I I, uh, I don't think any of these leagues in the spring actually do anything. I think that uh, networks are, you know, like like they put it on because it's probably better than whatever they would air at that time of day. But I just don't think those leagues can survive their losses. So I think for the networks, it makes sense. Like if you're Fox and NBC and ESPN, it makes sense because what are you going to put on that would get a couple hundred thousand people in the middle of the 
late uh, early afternoon late morning in the spring you know what i'm saying like there's not a ton of stuff so for them it makes sense but i don't think it makes sense for the leagues but you know i'll say this about dwayne johnson what he touches thus far has turned to gold well not this one well not yet not yet i mean i i, I just I, not enough of an appetite for it. you know when you should do you, you should do the, the the football um you should you shouldn't wait a few months do it Right after the Super Bowl. Well, wasn't the XFL the league that did kick off right after the Super Bowl, and the USFL is the other league that kicked off many months later? Yes. Well, they both did. They both took time off between. Oh, I thought that like no, there Super... was a gap. Okay, check. Somebody do the research because I'm not going to. But I think that the Super Bowl was Sunday, and the following week was the kickoff of the XFL. I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that there was. Are you at least like a originally bit. when the XFL no, no, I'm started about this year, this past uh, year. I'm pretty sure there was at least a couple weeks. All right. So here's the thing. I'll give Dwayne Johnson much more than a year. I have to think that they knew that they were going to take these kinds of losses. 60? And, and well, the, they wouldn't be stunning then in the headline. And the reason that... Forbes did call it stunning. But the reason these leagues never make it is because guys give up so early because they get scared because of the losses. And nobody knows who these dudes are. I completely understand. I'm not telling you... Like, the first week, I was like, oh, I'll watch. And then I watched a game and I never watched another game. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I admit that. It's kind of like you with everything. No, but football, usually, like, if you're a football meathead, you'll watch any football. Like, I'm like, yeah, but it's not football season. So I know what you're saying about the networks, but I'm not going to give up on Dwayne Johnson yeah, after one year. I mean, the networks year. would gladly take it because, again, you know, you get 500,000 people to watch something, you you know, on a random afternoon on mm -hmm. a weekend. Sure, why not? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. With more states legalizing marijuana, weed moms are becoming the new wine moms. Some parents keep their cannabis use a secret from their kids while others are upfront about it. There's little guidance about how when or even if parents who use marijuana, legal or otherwise, should tell their kids. So do you guys think that you parents should talk to their kids about using cannabis? Swipe left or swipe right. Cappy, you go first. Um, I'm going to swipe right. There's a time. So like my kids forever were like, Dad, what's that smell? And I, <laughs> you know, and I would always be like, um, I don't know, like your mom's burning like water. Or something, you know? Water. <laughs> you know? Like, I have to try and come up with something quick. You know? I think I took my daughter to a Wiz Khalifa concert. And she was like, what's that smell, Dad? I'm like, um, I think it's like burnt kettle corn. She's like, no, Dad, that's the same smell that's in our house every day. And you say that's mom with burnt water. Yeah. What's that smell? You should say it's a skunk. Yeah, I should have said that. Yeah. Um, and now, my kids, they're all like, you know, to them, it's all normal. Right. Because they grew up smelling it. Yeah, I uh, I would agree. You always you talk to them at the appropriate time and age, right? So I swipe right. I I think to me in that regard, honesty is the best policy. Like you know what I'm saying, and just be like that. I've learned because I actually so I had a friend um, whose parents were, and I knew this when I was you know when I was a kid growing up. They were very open and honest about that stuff once they hit a certain age. You know what I mean? And to those guys, that it was. All normal, to your point. It was normalized. It wasn't like they were going out there to be, you know, smoke pot all the time. Yeah. No, it was just like, it was normal to them. It was no big deal. Whereas I feel like historically with the kids that I knew whose parents were the most constrictive, mm -hmm. right? And like were super tight about stuff and like pain in the rear about everything and had like the hard curfews and all that stuff. Those kids turned out to be pretty wild yeah. later in life. Yeah. Listen, I just think that um, like, especially now here in California, what are we going to do? Hide it? Well, it's funny no, right. because it's my, right. my parents it's also a way different era. Yeah. yeah, my parents would have kicked my ass. Oh yeah, mine too. If they knew that, like, 
you know, I smoked weed back in the day. And uh, I guess I'm going to say that now that it's totally legal and normal and whatever, I did this all the time. Like, no big deal. Yeah. Gummies, edibles, whatever. No big deal. And I'm like, Dad, you were so strict back then. He's like, yeah, but you were a teenager. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Laura, do we have, uh, are we done here? What time we got? You guys have a minute. Oh, okay. we have a minute. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because Laura. Do you want to do a, a, I'm sorry, what? Well, I want to just tell you so that. After the Mandy's, as Chris and I were down in the bar, yeah. we were waiting for Laura. Laura oh, went okay, with the boo over to In-N-Out. I know. I saw her when I was in the valet line. Yeah. Yeah. I was, we was hungry. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, can you bring me back a couple of Double Doubles Animal Style? And then I was like, No, you know no, what? no. You didn't say, you said, I want some. And I texted him and I said, Cappy, I'm ordering food. What would you like? And I said, give me we two good. Double Doubles Animal Style. No, you well, did not. I, I have receipts. I said, we good. No, no. I said, we good. Because I, I have receipts. I, I didn't want to eat it. I didn't want to eat Point. Who's that? Clint's girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no. See, he asked not, us today. We can't say her name. name on the radio. <laughs> oh, really? I'll dump it. He's too oh, famous. Oh, don't dump it. I already dumped it. You don't. just dumped before we went to play by play? That's not good. It's okay. No, we're we have good. We're seconds. good. Oh, I'm I just didn't, text Why didn't I get the memo? Plus, it went out on the stream. You can't dump that. Why did? Oh, I was like, I whatever. Anyway, I, I know how Clinton is like, like he's uptight about that stuff. It's like, well, bro. you know, he, he talked about today how people recognize him in the bar. Oh, really? Everyone was coming up to him. Everyone. Really? Well, yeah, they were. Anyways, we're done. <laughs> but he didn't tell me what he wanted. I'm no, just playing. Because I didn't want to have in and out that late at night. All right, we're done here. Good Excellent luck. work, Cappy, Christopher, Lindsay, and Lauda. Jorge coming in laughing at Lauda. Hold on, he's gonna say something. I'm somebody that put an emoji on her man. <laughs> Everybody knows who he is. Get out of here. Put right. an emoji on her Game man. Game five, Lakers. I'm um, Lakers. Game five <laughs> nuggets.